Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. We're broadcasting to you live today from the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus here in Edmond, Oklahoma. And we are now a week and a half past Election Day here in America. As you just heard again, if you were listening live from that feature story news segment, the mainstream media just keeps on lying about what took place. Now we're being told this was the most securely run election ever. Never mind that every other election is essentially completely wrapped up on election day itself. We're now 10 days past that and now and we're still being told that this election has actually run more smoothly and with less fraud. Never mind the hundreds and hundreds of people coming forward and saying otherwise. Never mind all of the video evidence. Never mind the voting machines that have switched millions of votes across the country from Trump to Biden on the ballots. Never mind any of the evidence. Just believe what we say. What is going on in America today? Why is our government going through this spectacle and basically humiliating the nation in front of the entire world? It all gets back to an attack on law. This attack has been happening for decades now, and it is coming from the radical left. Like we always say here, it's not that we're trying to pick sides, but it does have to be acknowledged when one side is the one attacking the law like it is. That's what's happening right now. And really, it's nothing new. KPCG founder and Philadelphia Church of God Pastor General Gerald Flurry wrote a booklet way back in 2001 titled No Freedom Without Law. No Freedom Without Law. You can read that or request your free copy at thetrumpet.com. How much more relevant is that booklet today than it even was back then, 19 years ago? He discusses in chapter 2, which is titled Justice and Our Evolving Constitution, the 2000 U.S. presidential election and how the Supreme Court in Florida was making these unconstitutional changes after the fact, after the election. They were trying to change laws. They were trying to write laws rather than interpret and enforce them. That is not the job of a court. And here we are, 20 years later, 
and we're dealing with another state Supreme Court in Pennsylvania trying to do the same thing, trying to write new election laws at the last second, completely overruling the state legislature, which should be writing the law. Incredible how this exact same lawlessness is taking place decades later. Mr. Flurry wrote about that chaotic 2020 presidential election, which ultimately was just decided by the state of Florida. Some attempted lawlessness by the radical left in Florida that was thwarted. Mr. Flurry wrote about that. We saw the fruits of an evolving constitution. The laws were watered down or broken. Of course, the Constitution is not perfect and needs a little fine-tuning at times. But if we do more than that, we are tearing down the very foundation of our republic. This idea of an evolving Constitution that somehow this document lives and breathes It's a living being that can change its mind on any given day. Mr. Flurry wrote about that. We are evolving into anarchy. Now, back in 2000, did you think we were on the fast track to anarchy? Did you think we were really going in that direction back then? Well, here we are 20 years later. And the country is absolutely on the verge of anarchy. Everyone is talking about a second civil war. All of this chaos, this violence, this national unrest is a result of lawlessness. That's where it all springs from. So again, there was an activist Supreme Court of Florida back in 2020 here in 20 or back in 2000 and here in 2020 another activist supreme court this time in Pennsylvania just deciding that they can write their own laws instead of merely enforcing the laws that are on the books here's another parallel between back in 2000 and this latest election in 2000 democrats sent hundreds of lawyers in to try to change laws to try to win an election in the courts just before this election hundreds of democrat lawyers went all over the country to try to unconstitutionally change election laws in many of our states. It's the same pattern of lawlessness playing out all over again. Now, back, (laughs) the parallels are just incredible here. Um, In 2000, Mr. Flurry wrote about this, lawyers helped to obscure the fact that when voters enter the booth, they are responsible for voting properly. You see Democrats came up with these claims of voters accidentally filling out their ballots the wrong way. 
and how all of these ballots need to, needed to be cured or corrected in some way. And the same thing is happening now. And, and here in 2020, it's even to the point where Democrat districts are helping to fix ballots that were filled out incorrectly, while Republican districts are doing no such thing. So only Democrat ballots, essentially, are being fixed so that they will be counted. Now just step back for a moment and use a little bit of common sense about this. Just think about this. If you can't follow some simple instructions on a ballot, should you really be allowed to decide the direction of the country? If you really can't even follow those simple instructions, it's more than reasonable that your ballot shouldn't count. I think that's pretty obvious. If you're uninformed about filling out a ballot, perhaps you're uninformed about a lot of other things and maybe shouldn't have a say in those things. (laughs) There's a reason that there are laws. There's a reason that there's a process for something like a national election. But here we are again, 20 years later, going through the same old charade. Now, the Supreme Court did rule 7-2 to two against the Florida Supreme Court back in 2000. But, again, it was only 7-2. to two. Mr. Flurry said, we, we, but we still needed a stronger decision. The weakness of the Supreme Court's decision portends more chaos and even anarchy in the future. This is where most of our leaders are blind. They like an evolving constitution, which places more trust in human reasoning than law. It is a dangerous recipe for disaster. All close elections of the future are apt to be contested. The chaos will spiral out of control unless we make radical changes. How prescient was that prediction back in 2000 from Mr. Flurry? It's exactly what is taking place today. An election this year that is far more scandalous than the one in 2000 In fact, today, people who try to appear reasonable will say that the election this year is being stolen from President Trump, but that also George Bush in 2000 stole the election. That's simply not true. That is revisionist history. Democrats, the radical left, tried to steal it in 2000, and they're doing the exact same thing today. That's the truth. This lawlessness is coming from the anti-law, anti-God, anti-family political party. That's just what's going on. And again, there's fault to go around in any situation. But the attack on law is coming from the radical left. Mr. Flurry wrote here, Our people are being led into more and more lawlessness. Human nature hates law. 
Events tend toward catastrophe unless law keeps us in check. Just think about human nature. There is this idea that humans are constantly evolving for the better. We're constantly improving every day, getting rid of our darkness in our nature. But the fruits say otherwise. The results, the world around us, say otherwise. In fact, human nature is getting worse as time goes on. And with tens of millions of mail-in ballots being sent out around the country, the, the possibilities for fraud are endless. With the ballot machines in so many of these places being operated by a company of one of the president's fiercest foes, you could easily see why maybe these glitches that are switching all Trump votes to Biden votes in so many places could be intentional. They very well could be intentional. Why are we not seeing mistakes made that turn Biden votes into Trump votes? Just use your eyes. Look at what is happening. How could a president who already won 63 million votes in 2016 win 10 million more votes, have tons more open support than he ever did in 2016, and somehow lose? He won 10 million extra votes. By contrast, Barack Obama in 2012 lost 4 million votes and still comfortably got reelected. None of this makes any sense. The evidence is mounting. It's piling up that there was fraud everywhere. And it's human nature to commit fraud. It's human nature to break the law if we think we can get away with it. And isn't that exactly what mail-in ballots invite? Another aspect of mail-in ballots that is really uh, fascinating is that it removes the privacy of voting. A lot of these mail-in ballots will be sent out to a, a family full of voters. And so you don't have the comfort of retreating into the voting booth anymore to privately cast your vote. Very likely your whole family is going to be able to take a peek at your mail-in ballot before you send it back in. And so if you are privately hoping to vote for somebody your family despises, maybe you wouldn't do that in this case because your family is going to see your mail-in ballot. So that is just another aspect of potential skewing of this election of the totals. The totals that are inexplicably taking an eternity to come in this year (laughs) never has happened like this before how is it possible that mr trump is basically projected by the media to lose every battleground state despite winning 10 million more votes than he did four years ago just think about it 
Now, this attack on lawlessness is, or on the law, is deeply evil. God has glowing things to say about law. Now, of course, he mainly discusses his perfect law, the Ten Commandments. But just notice what he says about that, Romans 7, verse 12. Wherefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy and just and good. That's what God says about his perfect spiritual law. Now, obviously, the Constitution does not come anywhere close to that. But, like Mr. Flurry wrote, the founders understood human nature. They put so many safeguards in place to prevent the kind of fraud we're seeing now. They did put together the most astounding law document in human history. Literally only outdone by the law in the Bible. James 1 verse 25 calls God's law the perfect law of liberty. Indeed, there can be no freedom without law. So this attack on law is really an attack on God himself. God, the creator of law. The only reason we have any concept of law at all as human beings is because of God. And even when our laws fall short, those are still laws that have to be observed. Abraham Lincoln understood that. Mr. Flurry wrote here in No Freedom Without Law, President Lincoln knew there were some bad laws, but he said we should faithfully obey those laws until they could be changed according to the Constitution. He knew that the law must remain supreme or there would be very little justice. So back in 2000, with that presidential election, the radical left made an open, blatant attack on the law of the land. And it's continued that way ever since. In fact, the last president was at the forefront of this attack on law. Barack Obama famously said that the Constitution is a charter of negative liberties. It only tells us what the government can't do and not what the government should do for the people. You see, he was talking down about the Constitution as something that held him back from utterly transforming America. But that's the whole point. The Constitution is supposed to hold back a total transformation like that. Now, if you have a president who does not think highly of the Constitution, what does that mean for the entire country? That is really concerning. In his booklet, America Under Attack, Mr. Flurry wrote, this is all about spiritual degeneration. This type of anti-Constitution reasoning is suddenly becoming quite popular. Mr. Flurry continues here, Do you know why? 
It is because the Obama administration is taking actions just about every week that raise constitutional questions and that threaten to undermine America's foundational document. What a destructive administration that was. An all-out attack on law. We're talking about a political movement that will lie, cheat, steal, do unspeakable deeds just to seize power and then hold on to it. And that is why this election is being so blatantly stolen right now. Mr. Trump won the election by so much that the Democrats had to basically manufacture hundreds of thousands of votes per battleground state to try to steal the election from him. They had to transparently steal the election because otherwise it wouldn't have been close. What a horrifying direction this nation is headed. Mr. Obama conditioned people's minds to a certain form of government. Mr. Flurry wrote here in America Under Attack, people's minds are getting conditioned to executive orders, which are primarily intended to circumvent Congress and the Constitution. That is the aim. This is quickly moving us toward rule by a dictatorship or a tyranny. And that's true. You hardly even heard of executive orders before the Obama administration. And now Mr. Trump is issuing them more frequently, too. You see, the pendulum swings both ways. There is an action, and then there is a reaction. And much of what Mr. Trump's been doing is just to cancel out Mr. Obama's executive orders. But this is where we've come to, where the two sides are just struggling bitterly for control. And there is really no hope in this form of a government. There is really no way this could be peacefully resolved. Mr. Flurry wrote about this last presidential administration, but I am deeply troubled by an administration so disdainful of the law that it is supposed to uphold. This trend toward lawlessness is deadly, and I guarantee, based on biblical prophecy, that it is going to get far worse. Has that happened? Has it gotten far worse since Mr. Obama was elected in 2008? Has it gotten far worse since the attempted steal of an election in 2000? Has this decades-long trend of lawlessness brought us to the brink of anarchy, just like Mr. Flurry said it would? It's chilling to read this now and just to see how much crystal-clear vision Mr. Flurry had and all of it coming straight from the Bible. Mr. Obama was someone who said he told the truth. But did he tell the truth? Mr. Flurry questioned that assertion. What is truth? Who determines what is truth? 
John 8, verse 32 says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But how do we know what the truth is? Who decides? Well, God must decide. And anything that any human says that does not align with what God says is actually not telling the truth, no matter what he says. Now, so many things happened in this last presidential administration that really did set us up for destruction. And this man is still working behind the scenes to undermine the current presidential administration. We've seen that exposed to the extreme the last four years. The amount that Mr. Obama was involved in spying on the Trump campaign, on the Trump presidency, basically operating a shadow White House in Washington, D.C. Just truly disturbing. He conditioned people's minds for a nationalized health care system that costs people in the middle class hundreds of dollars every month just for the privilege of not participating in that health care system. And to this day, the new president is being harassed about what his health care plan is going to be. How about a health care plan that does not steal from people to pay for those who are not contributing to the system? How about no health care plan? How about people just pay for what they use? This trend toward big government, total lawlessness from the last presidential administration is something that has really led us to where we are today, to this nation just about to fracture because of election fraud, because of the two sides being more polarized than ever. Are we paying attention to this? Do we realize that it's beyond politics? It really is beyond politics. It's a question of national survival. And so we look forward to seeing exactly what God will do in this situation to resolve this chaotic, insane presidential election. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.